This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, I'm Phil Hughes. And I'm Jen Doherty. We're the creators of The Workshop Presents. And you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 2, where we talk about some movies and read some fiction. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can always contact me at Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter or Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Tonight, we're going to have part two of our interview with Vinnie Vineyard. So if you uh, missed the first part of this interview, go ahead and uh, check it out, and then come back and listen to this. This is part two. We get into some really cool stuff on this, and uh, yeah, he's opening this new paranormal network. It's a TV network, and it's going to have all sorts of stuff on it, anywhere from fiction shows to reality TV shows. And uh, yeah, it's a, it sounds like it's going to be some cool stuff. So yeah, go ahead and sit back, relax, and enjoy the second part of this interview. Later that night, the other weird thing about this is that there was, um, they used to have these exotic animals. Not like we were talking about Stallone earlier. Not like Rocky. They weren't turtles. They they were uh, they mm-hmm. they would have like emu and camel and yaks and who knows unicorns. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not an animal guy. But there was a bunch of weird stuff down in there. And so we I was talking, but we were just you know talking about hey hey. There's nothing else to talk about. We're talking about hey hey hey. And that's what we called the, the little ghost. Hey hey this. Hey hey that. I can't believe it. So we go out there and we're talking. We're smoking. Uh, she's smoking on a cigarette break, and this is the rolling hills of Tennessee, man, and you can hear in the distance a man chanting, and it sounds like it's a different language, and the animals in the barn are going crazy. sounds like a damn, like, circus fire or something. It's crazy. And we're like, what is happening tonight? This is nuts. You know, I just couldn't wrap my mind around any of this stuff. So uh, that was kind of my first experience, and what happened was over the next few months where everybody heard about it. It became legend. Oh, hey, hey, Benny, you know, da-da-da, hey, hey, and Jamie, da-da-da. So it started, people started having their own experiences. And then, like you hear uh, with paranormal stuff, there was a short little entity, and then there was a taller entity. And you hear a lot of things about attachments or 
an evil spirit, quote unquote, attaching itself to a, a benevolent spirit or whatever. And, um, yeah, and, or and going things, home with you or something. Yeah, and well, these things and the, the whole the milieu of this place changed quite a bit. It was uh, pretty happy-go-lucky, you know. These kids were had an access one of chemical dependency and all this, and then. But then it, their behavior started to be. Well, there was a lot more violence. There was a lot more sexual activity. There was a lot of homosexual activity. Uh, there was a lot of disrespect. The staff started acting weird. And I told a Christian friend of mine. He was like, you know, uh, I know you like telling these stories about hey hey, because more things started to happen. He said, but if there's something dark there now, you need to, you know, something needs to be done about this. This is if you all this crazy stuff's happening. The staff's acting weird. The children are acting nuts. You may need to do something about that. And, like, I personally, like, just myself, um, lights would flicker on and off. There would be a thing in the floor, like a ballpoint pen. It would lift two feet off the ground and flip over. I'm sitting there watching it. Like, what in the hell just happened? I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like you yeah. know. We would have yeah, PRNs. Like, if somebody called one. in sick, they would, they would hire a nurse. A nurse would go into a room and she'd go into a bathroom and just, Come back out, slam the keys down. I'm out of here. What's wrong? What's, what happened? She goes, I'm never talking about this place again in my life. And tons of things started happening. It started to affect people. There were two girls down in the hallway, like I was telling you before, but you take the shift down the hallway. They were playing cards. They said they felt like the spirit came over both of them. They felt drunk. Uh, they couldn't stand up. Uh, you'd be in the kitchen preparing breakfast or something, and you'd see something in the, you know, Stainless steel hoods above you. Something would flash by, and a bunch of uh, cups would fall over. And it was like, what's that? And things got, you know, black smoke coming out of the uh, registers and going across the ceiling and scrolling across the ceiling, going to another register and disappearing. So this stuff was getting wild. Well, I had no experience with anything like this before, but I used to listen to Malachi Martin who was uh, America's closest thing to a, a priest, or a, excuse me, to a uh, the Pope that we ever had. He was a high-ranking priest. And he was an expert, if you believe in this type of thing, in, in exorcisms. And there's a lot of things he would say to, to say to these spirits. And one night, I took what he said, and I went into work. And where my office was, weirdest thing, I saw a figure, shadow of a man, in the window, like looking out at me, but it was not a human being. It wasn't natural light. It was just a weird thing. Like it was almost, I took it, he was kind of peering in a way. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it seemed to me like they knew that they were about being for a fight. And I went in and I guess I blessed the place and all that stuff stopped. And, uh, after that. And don't know why. Oh, wow. Don't know how. And now there's occasionally something little will happen, but the blue of the place is right. Um, there's nobody being hurt or messed with or, you know, made to feel drunk or confused. Yeah. I mean, now it just seems like if something's there, it's, it's something playful. <clears throat> and that's been many years ago. So we flash forward. 15 years, and this is where the opportunity to wrestling goes. The TV show happened, and I was like, okay, I remember this stuff. 
And uh, when it started happening, man, I mean, the first I remember we were in a we were in <clears throat> Virginia at a Confederate cemetery uh, at a place called the House of Gore. Yeah. Uh, which is a family name. It's not a scary thing, but it's a, and we were making jokes because we were like, if we're going to film a TV show, we're going to fill this up with content. So we heard about hellhounds in the in the uh, the cemetery, and we're sitting there going, "Here, pushy, pushy, come in." You know, we're sitting there being stupid, and like, uh, "Does anybody got any milk bones?" You know, that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, you just yeah. eventually heard this growl. And we're like, "Did you hear that?" Uh, a sinister growl and close. And all night, growl, growl, growl. When we got in, went to the barn and walked in the barn and they had a little machine going that's supposed to interpret things. And the machine says, oh, we know Gretchen. First thing it says to me as I walk in, that's, the, that's my daughter's name. And I was like, what the hell? You want to talk to me? I'll jack you up. You know, I was just like, what are you, you know, what's this about? And uh, yeah. I've been on investigations with the TV show, and afterward I've been to places where there were evil spirits, and apparently the spirits know who I am. Um, when I go to places, uh, if there's a bad entity there, they'll they'll sit there and say, you don't never need to have that guy back up here again, or we'll kill your children, or set the place on fire or whatever, you know, they'll, they'll say, don't have that guy back up here. I have no idea if any of this is true. I have no idea why they care about who I am because, you know, like I said, I'm a pro wrestler. You know, I play a lot of Nintendo. I don't know why they, they give a crap about that. But <laughs> Yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently they, uh, they don't like me or whatever. So, um, so it's been a wild ride, man. And doing this show and, like, to – Go back to your question. You know, the, the the station can be whatever anybody wants. The thing is, is, is the reality television is dying, cable is dying, and the future is this streaming stuff. So, the SciParanormal.com, which is spelled A S Y, for two ninety nine a month, you get all these original shows, and they're really interesting. They've got the UFO show with Amy Dumas, who's WWE's leader. And she goes around to a bunch of places in Nevada looking at UFOs. So there's some of that. And there's some of, uh, there's like a place in Detroit that is a, uh, a year round, uh, haunted house. And they have like, they do skits and stuff, but they, a lot of it is like scenes from the haunted house and people getting, trying to get through the haunted house and them reacting like crazy. So there's something like that. And there's a thing with ghost stories yeah. where you just sit around. You know, and monitor, you talk droll, you know, and just try to be creepy. And the hand was there, you know. There's, I mean, so <laughs> there's a lot of neat stuff. And there's avant-garde programming. Yeah. and So there's just everything. There's counterculture stuff. And um, but basically, anybody who's listening, if you make monster movies, if you make three-minute films, if you make tea, if you're part of a paranormal investigative team, you can have your own place on the network. You just need to contact me. My name is Vinny Vineyard, and uh, V-I-N-E-Y-A-R-D. My first name is Vinny, or you can look up Funkmaster V. Um, Funkmaster is one word. Um, and and you can contact me or a guy named Brandon Bishop on Facebook and tell us, or Big Luke Walker, who's my tag team partner, who's part of it too. Say, man, i got a TV show idea, or I've got... YouTube videos, and I like to showcase, and that's the other thing, too. Is YouTube's great, and everybody goes to YouTube, 
But the problem is everybody's on YouTube. You know, I mean, there's no how do you find content you want. This would be a way to make it more acute, uh, kind of like a laser beam of of what you want. You it'll it'll narrow down your your options so you won't be confused with, you know, kids playing Fortnite and you know Avengers yeah. and stuff like that. You, you know, oh, okay, I'm in the mood for paranormal. I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna pull up the website. So. Yeah, so you say it's just more paranormal horror stuff like that kind of kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah, and there's a there's a main hub. And there's a thing called SciTV.net. He's going to have cooking shows and wrestling shows and travel shows, but this one is all paranormal. There's ghost. You can upload your own ghost stories. There's going to be an interactive map uh that will show you all the locations in the United States that we get when there's things that come in. We can just upload the website and for people that want to be a paranormal investigator. They can go, oh, I've never heard of this place. You know, we can all help each other find new places to investigate. Um, you know, there's going to be live tarot card readings and stuff off the website and stuff in real time, and people can ask the, the ladies on there questions. It's, it's more of a community it's for people definitely who like to watch the stuff, but it's it's it's, uh, it's also for anybody who wants to make content for it too. Oh, okay. So you're going to be inviting people to kind of like upload their own videos and stuff like that. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, have their cool. own channel ch- channel page. Um, let's say you wanted to film your podcast. You have Aaron's Horror Show. You have a card. It'd be like Netflix. You click on it. You get to see, you know, Aaron talks to loudmouth pro wrestlers on Aaron. Aaron you know, okay, I'll check that out. You know, you can check on the episodes, and it's it's like a streaming. You know, it is a streaming service, but it's like Netflix and stuff that you that you know, and and it's pretty cool, man. And it's a, it's a yeah. Um, there's a there's all sorts of shows on it, and uh, and I think people will dig it. And 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 I think the thing that I would want to stress is the you know paranormal TV. Scary TV. It's just not. It's not. It's not as good as it used to be. And a lot of it is because of these networks want to keep playing it safe. And this is going to have some stuff that's going to be unique on it. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Yeah, well, I mean, you said in the beginning of the interview that you're more interested in uh, not faking evidence and, and more interested right. in, in the real stuff, and... And you know, I don't know if you want to reveal any spoilers, but like, what what kind of stuff have you found since if you've been doing it? Okay, well, um, the first season's just chock full of crazy stuff of wrestling with ghosts. So, yeah. so I'm I'm just to clarify, I, I'm pro- I'm producing the network, or I'm I'm co-producing this network, but I also have the show that I that I'm a host in called Wrestling with Ghosts, and it's mm. it's the thing we were talking about earlier. So. Well, as far as my project is concerned, um, season two, we debuted uh, an episode last Halloween, and now on the 10th is when this network, Asai Paranormal, launches, AsaiParanormal.com, A-S-Y. They, um, 
we're going to drop season uh, two, episode two of a investigation we had of a fellow musician named Fish Fisher who has a location in Toledo, Ohio, or Bowling Green, Ohio, that is the site of an abandoned hotel and an abandoned amusement park. And across the way, we go. One of us goes and visits this. Is there's a uh, you got to cross the Maumee River to a place called Grave Island, where there's just an island allegedly covered in human bones. And so we go check out this amusement park, and it's of all of our episodes we've aired, um, it's I don't know, twelve, thirteen, something like that. This is the one that's most appealing for people that would probably like urban exploring because it's a, it's a falling apart amusement park uh, in, in very bad shape. In fact, I don't think the bad thing about this, I don't think anybody could really investigate it now because we shot this in September of last year, and probably now it was extremely dangerous then, and, and it's probably oh, wow. just, you know, we took a lot of risk shooting an episode there. In fact, my friend yeah. the giant, Big Luke, Seven-foot-tall guy, he always brags about wearing Crocs and socks, and it seems like every other episode something happens to his feet because he's wearing these stupid shoes. He steps on a freaking four-inch nail <laughs> at the amusement park and these stupid Crocs. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, But as far as evidence is concerned, and this is going to be released on May 10th, and you can only see it on the side, paranormal.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably two of the best EVPs we've ever heard. Anywhere, uh, any TV show, anything on YouTube. In fact, it's so good, it people will just think it's bullcrap. Because like, like it's completely clear audio yeah. that sounds like a a voice, and then you could hear what they're saying. It's not like that stuff where they kind of mumble yeah. something. And <laughs> none of us, there's two of them that happen. None of us, none of us respond to either one of them. They're loud as day on the tape. Um, Big Luke is from Chicago. I'm from Baltimore. Travis Graves is from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And the docent of the property, Fish Fisher, is from Toledo. So we're here in Ohio. And we're doing our thing, and we're being, you know, making jokes and being guys, you know, and talking about farts and chicks and stupid jokes and probably what we're going to eat later that night, which probably had something to do with something that was filled with a lot of fat and cholesterol. So we're just being mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. out of the darkness, you hear somebody sounds like Deputy Dog. It's this thick southern accent. And it, I won't tell you what it says because you know, part of the fun of it will be trying to catch it and listening for it. But out of I mean, just out of the blue, bada boom, and it's just like, are you kidding me? I mean, so we go around to each other, going, "You say this, you say you know, you try to sound like a southerner and say this." And nobody said. I mean, it's the most ridiculous accent in the West. Just, but it was nice, pleasant. And that's the thing I was talking about earlier. A lot of these places and a lot of these shows or a lot of these networks try to make all the spiritual stuff evil because that's what's sexy, right? Ooh, evil, good versus evil. Well, if you are going to die and you don't go to heaven or hell or purgatory or whatever for some reason, 
and you're a ghost, you got to hang out at the place. This place is called Valmars Park. It's it's a little weird, little nothing, Riverside amusement park. It wasn't huge. I don't know anybody think it was like, you know, going to, yeah, you know, like it's not Six Flags or something. It's, yeah, but no, I I know what you mean. Like you know, if you're if you're dead and you're <laughs> still hanging out on the earth, why not just have a little fun? You know, <laughs> why not go to? And people love this place. There's a place called Remembering Walmart Park on Facebook. It's got thousands of people, and they all got pictures. People were married there. I talked to people that were married there. A lot of people came by and showed me their wedding pictures and stuff and other things. Pictures of them, you know and what it looked like, and they described the roller coaster and some of the rides and that kind of thing. But it's not a place that has one roller coaster. But why not go to a place where you had fun? Instead, you know, people would think, like, so-and-so died, and they're going to be at this terrible place where they got killed, and they're going to be like, I hate your ghost. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, I would, I'd go to a place that would make me happy. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if I was stuck or whatever. So that's and this... The EVPs that we capture, this guy, out of the blue, a, a very happy, respectable, nice-sounding Southern, albeit, you know, a bunk, a podunk kind of sounding guy, uh, you know, said a couple just very nice things to us. And again, we're bad guy pro wrestlers. We don't say nothing nice to anybody. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so it came out of the blue. And then the next episode that drops which is uh, going to be here in a couple of weeks, episode three of season two. We go to a, a town in Morris, uh, we go to a church in Morristown, Tennessee. And a lot of people don't realize that East Tennessee was the last, Tennessee was the last state to join the Confederacy. In fact, it was almost another border state because the people in East Tennessee were Union sympathizers. It was very, they were, the, Tennessee was the first, uh, the, the last one to join the Confederacy and the first one to, to uh, I guess, surrender and, and rejoin the Union. And East Tennessee was full of, back then, Republicans and and uh, and uh, Union sympathizers. So there's a there's a church in, in Morristown that I think it was a Presbyterian church, and the the congregation was split down the middle, like. One half of the church would sit on one side. There were the Union sympathizers, and the other side would be the Confederate sympathizers. And if you died, you got buried in different parts of the cemetery. You could have a brother on one side and a brother on the other. So it was a pretty divisive place, a lot of energy in that place. Yeah. And on that episode, I'm just calling it now, and people could call me a liar or throw something in my head or flip me off over the... Internet podcast, radio waves. But we capture what I think, and I'm not an expert, but this is the number one full-body apparition you'll ever see on any type of television show. Uh, I, I wasn't near the camera. It was Big Luke and Travis and the docent of a guy named Jack Mobley. They're in the cemetery. And again, this is almost like the EVP. I thought I could. I just told him, "This is a freaking you guys are nuts. This is a this is a statue in the graveyard." You know, they, the, some of the times they have those things. And yeah. so Luke is overreacting. Well, I guess he's not overreacting. He's freaking out, but he's going, 
do you see, he's telling everybody, do you see anybody out in that field? And they're like, no. He goes, come look at the camera. And they come look at the camera, and you can see about a six-foot man standing next to a gravestone through the camera lens. You can't see it with your raw eyes, but you see it through the camera. And later inspection, we horsed around with it and put contrast on it and stuff like that. It looks like he's wearing like a little hat, you know, how they used to have those little Civil War hats. I don't know what you call them. I'm ignorant of that. But, you know, like the flat, they almost look like baseball caps or something, you know, but they're flat on top. Looks like the guy's wearing that. And he's like, they're like, I can't see it with my raw eyes, but I can see it through the lens. And as they walk to it, it dissipates. It's there for 30, 45 seconds. It's a, it's a man. Oh, it's wow. It's crazy. That's, that is crazy. Well, it sounds like there's, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, I know. I was going to say it sounds like there's a lot of good stuff for them to see on your on your show, on your network here. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to get bigger and better the more people jump on and and uh, more content. We got people. We got people from Great Britain. We got people from down south. We got people from out west. We got people in the Midwest, the East Coast, Canada. They're all talking to us now about creating all sorts of shows. You know, like tarot card readings, and and then more paranormal investigation, and more horror movie skits, and and uh, podcasts, and avant-garde programming, I and mean, people coming up with all sorts of stuff. It's 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 exciting. I think if this catches on, I think it could really uh, help save uh, the creative part of this uh, of the genre. Cool, cool. Well, uh, do you want to remind people one more time of where they can go ahead and, and get it or get a hold of you if they if they need to? Yeah. What you'll do, May 10th, you can actually go pre-subscribe now, but May 10th you can go to Asai Paranormal. It's A-S-Y. Paranormal, ASY.com. You don't need an app. It runs off a web browser. And before summer, we're going to be on Roku. We're going to be on Apple TV and Fire Stick as well. Um, it's two ninety nine a month. And you can contribute uh, your own ghost stories. You can make your own TV shows. Contact me through Facebook. That's Funkmaster V or Vinny Vineyard if you have the show. Even if you don't, and that's the thing, we don't have to be exclusive. You, you, if you want to have something on your YouTube channel, you can put it on this thing, too. And eventually, if we get enough subscribers, everybody's going to get a little bit of uh, kickback, too. So everybody's going to get a little taste, hopefully, at the end of this. So uh, cool. $2.99, yeah, $2.99 a month. Uh, you know, if you've always dreamed about having your own TV show and stuff and promoted and, and taken care of and all that stuff and having a place that looks slick and professional, you go to ASYParanormal.com and sign up. Or if you're just a regular person likes this stuff, this is totally independent. Everything that is captured, to the best of our knowledge, is going to be 100% real and uh, it's not faked like a lot of stuff we see on TV these days. And uh, that's what we're kind of banking on here. It's just a place for the paranormal community to kind of take this genre back over. Cool. So, great. Great. Well, that's that's about all the time we have for on the show. Uh but you know, I thank you so much for coming on, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, stop the recording here. But uh, go ahead and stay on the line.
All right, that was Vinny Vineyard. Vinny, if you're listening, thank you so much for being on the show. Really glad to have you. You're, of course, always welcome back. And, uh, yeah, just kind of let me know what, what's going on in the future for you. All right, well, thank you all for listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Uh, I'll be back next week, of course, with probably some more reviews. I'm, I'm watching some cool stuff on Netflix right now, uh, and, and actual cool stuff. I know sometimes I watch some stuff that's... Uh, more more scraping the bottom of the barrel but but i i got some good stuff uh for you coming up i also have some more uh, uh christmas elf hey this might be christmas in july at the, the way things are going actually no we're we're getting pretty close to the end there and then we have to go ahead and get to orion i know yeah orion those of you that are like man you are overdue on that story i know that's the next one on the list i will get to orion all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Uh, I, I need a name for like the Aaron's Horror Show listener. So if any of you, uh, you know, have have a have a suggestion, Aaron's Horror Horror Show Nation, uh, Horror Heads. Uh, yeah, no, I can't think of any good names. But yeah, if you have any good names to think of of yourselves, go ahead and let me know so I can call you the listening audience something cool all right well thank you so much and have a good night